I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. What's up, Cougar Nation? This is Tyler Batty. Tyler Batty again. Tyler Batty comes in the game and right off the edge, just a three-man rush. What is up, Cougar Nation? And welcome on in to another edition of the Cougar Tracks podcast with BYU defensive lineman Tyler Batty. You can follow Tyler on Twitter at Tyler underscore Batty2. Follow him on Instagram, at Tyler underscore Batty. He joins me now via Zoom. Tyler, how'd the bye weekend treat you, man? Good, yeah. Um, it was you know a little different. Once you kind of get into your <clears throat> flow for the season, um, to have a bye week that late, it's uh, it's kind of funky to take a week off, um, you know, after 10 weeks. So, What was... The uh, the weekend, like, what did you what did you do on the weekend to kind of relax a little bit? If if you did any relax relaxing, yeah, totally. So um, it, it was nice. You know, we practiced a couple days last week, and then they they gave us the rest of the week off. So um, honestly, just uh, kind of doing a little bit of a little bit of everything. Honestly, just kind of taking care of stuff that gets forgotten about. You know, during the season and. Um, yeah, we went up. We had a, we had a, we had a cool experience um, with the with the nonprofit Edward Tans that I run. Uh, we actually had a guy donate um, uh, a bunch of uh, tack and uh, saddles and equipment to to the nonprofit. So Thursday, we actually went up and and picked that up from him, which uh, which was really cool. Um, and then the rest of the weekend was just kind of spent, um, yeah, just kind of taking care of stuff and, and hanging out with family, which was nice. Tell us a little bit more about the, the Edwards hands uh, foundation you've, you created for fans that are listening. I don't know if they, they realize Tyler is the, you and uh, I believe Austin Riggs are the first BYU athletes to land NIL deals right after July 1, 2021. And uh, you know, when you had that deal with bomb shot, which I believe you're still working with bomb shot as well. Uh, I remember that uh, this foundation was something that was near and dear to your heart that mattered a lot to you. 
Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and uh, the work that's that's being done for the foundation. Yeah, so uh, it was it was it was really cool. Um, honestly, um, summer of 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 twenty twenty one was really busy. Uh, was super busy. <laughs> um, of course, getting ready for a season. I got married that summer, um, and uh, also with this with this nonprofit, we uh, we filed um, to create a nonprofit. Uh, to provide uh, equine therapy to to kids with special needs, and uh, and that was something that was that was super was super cool. And so we were in the process of uh, doing that, doing all the paperwork and getting things up and running for the nonprofit. Um, and at the same time, um, NIL was kind of it was about to open up, right? It was about to start July. What was it? July first was coming around, and that's when everything was supposed to get de- go down. And and so. Um, Kind of in the weeks preceding that, um, you know, we we met the the owner of Balmshot, Danny Walker, and uh, Balmshot has a very a very similar um, a very a very similar mission. They uh, they actually employ people with special needs, and so um, just kind of our, our our missions and kind of our vision and and they just mesh really well. Um, and so it was it was really cool to not only sign that NIL deal with Balmshot. But also um, to have that that same tie uh, as well, you know, doing doing things for the special needs community, which is really cool. It's really neat. Is there any specific accounts, or or is it just follow you, or areas where people can go and uh, find out more information and, and support uh, your cause? Yeah, so edwardshands.org is is, is live. Um, that that's that's up, and so we we have a website up. It's again, it's a, simple website for now um you know we're starting small but uh and um yeah look are we have we have some social media channels created we haven't really started posting on them um much but but we'll start to it in the coming months so um yeah watch watch my uh profile my instagram profile my twitter for stuff like that as well as with austin riggs and as we'll be promoting the edwards hand social media pages you know on our own pages and whatnot and and so, yeah, it's, you know, it's been piece by piece and little by little as over the past, you know, year and a half. But, um, you know, things are coming together really well, and, and it's been an awesome experience so far. EdwardsHands.org, and, and I think, Tyler, fans will uh, give you the benefit of the doubt. You're a busy man. They're not going to be – they'd be <laughs> like, hey, this this website is, is masterfully – like, it's the best website I've ever seen. They'd probably be like, is he spending more – no, I'm kidding. Like, it's a value it, – people want to support the cause. But, uh, but you get some leniency because you're a busy man. They know that you're putting a lot of work both as a football player, a student. I think people forget that too. You guys have to put in a lot of work off the field too. So it's probably nice in the bye weekend to maybe – catch up on some academics. I know Kalani always brings up that piece when it comes up to the bye week. Uh, how I- intensive is it for from the academic side, kind of getting caught up in that regard when it comes to that bye week? Um, yeah, it's, it's busy. Honestly, um, I kind of have a, a routine when it comes to, to schoolwork. I try to get the majority of it done, you know, in the early part of the week. So as we kind of get into the, you know, into the weekend and the game time, you know, I'm not, I'm not worried about that stuff. And so, um, honestly, I kind of stayed true to that. And, uh, and so I kind of just took a long weekend, honestly, which was nice. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I, you know, I did, did, did some, did some catching up early on in the week and did homework and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it was, 
I just kind of took a break, which was really nice. Well-deserved. And do you kind of look forward to Tyler? Uh, I know there's still two games left this season and, and a bowl. Hopefully, once you guys can get the chance to hopefully clinch that, we'll talk about this week's game coming up. But are you kind of looking forward to the future where you're going to be in a conference and you're not going to have a bye weekend late in November? It's going to be in October. It's it's just because it is a strange setup to have this bye at this juncture of the season. Yeah, no, th- honestly, that'll that'll be nice. Um, you know, having having a late a late bye is a little tough because again, that's just it's a lot of it's a lot of just pounding, right? You know, 10 weeks straight, you know, add on fall camp, right? Another four weeks on top of that. It's, you're looking at 14 weeks of, of being in pads and getting after it. And so, uh, yeah, it, you know, I think it would be nice. And I think it will be really nice to have that, uh, that bye week a little bit earlier, um, in the season, just, you know, um, it's, a, it's just a good, it's a good breath, right. To just kind of, all right, you know, where are we? And, and, you know, let some guys that maybe are a little dinged up heal up. And so, uh, I think going forward in the future, having a bye week a little bit earlier will be really nice. And I talk about that future because this Saturday is senior day and a ton of guys are getting honored. Cougar fans, get to your seats early at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, One thirty kick between BYU and Utah Tech. 37 players are going to be honored. That's a ton of guys. And it's for people that aren't too familiar, it's because of the COVID years and there's just some guys have already got their undergrad degrees and there's a lot of variables in play, but I bring that up Tyler, because uh, you are not one of those 37 guys. So we're talking about the future and the big 12. Is it safe to assume you're going to be back and, and you're ready to be part of this thing moving forward into that big 12 era? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be back. Um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've, thus far I've loved my time here at BYU and, um, and yeah, you know, just <clears throat> wasn't a, yeah, I don't think it was the right time, um, you know, for me, for me to move on from BYU. And so, uh, um, I'm really excited, really excited to come back. Um, you know, didn't, didn't necessarily want to leave BYU on a, on, on this note, you know what I mean? When I have a, when I have control or say when I leave. So, um, yeah, definitely am, am coming back and, and uh, excited for that and excited for the Big 12 and all the experiences that are kind of come with that. So, I do want to ask you, Tyler, well, excited. I know Cougar fans are excited to hear that because uh, you will be a big piece to BYU in its efforts in that first in, in year of the Big 12. So that's really exciting. And uh, uh, so I know Cougar Nation's excited for that. But I do want to ask you about some of these seniors uh, because there are a lot of guys that have been key pieces to some of these successful BYU football teams. I mean, this this era of BYU football the last couple of years has uh, put BYU in some big stages, won some big games, and a key piece of that are a lot of these guys. I want to ask about some of these seniors that are defensive players, just maybe some some of your memories or quick thoughts on, on some of these guys. We'll start with the D-line, Lorenzo Fawatea. Uh, I don't know if Cougar fans realize how much that guy has navigated through in terms of injuries, but uh, what are your memories that you'll always uh, remember about Zoe? Yeah, um, it's it's honestly crazy. Uh, a lot of these guys, um, you know, Zoe, for example, we're the same signing class, um, and so these, um, yeah, man, for me, it means a lot. Uh, a lot of these guys, right, are the 
are the guys that that I you know planned on coming to BYU with right like we were all you know we were all in that in that recruiting stage together and and guys that you know it, it feels like forever ago because it was forever ago you know but you know back as juniors in high school you know shoot six seven years ago we were like yeah man like we're gonna go to BYU and we're gonna play and and yada 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 you know and all of our plans and um, you know, never, nothing ever, you know, very, very, very rarely pans out, you know, exactly how you imagine it. Um, and so, man, yeah, I, I love Zoe and, and, uh, and that dude is, yeah, he's, he's done, I think he's, he's contributed a lot to this program and, and he's worked his butt off and, and yeah, he has not had it easy, you know, while he's been here, he's, he's fought through a lot of things and, um, yeah, I love that guy and I'm, I'm going to miss having him, uh, you know, here, honestly. Were you guys in the same uh, official visit uh, leading up to that signing day at, in 2017? We were, no, we weren't on the same official. Um, no, we weren't on the same official. But, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with him at camps in high school. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of times we're at the same camps and just, you know, different unofficial visits and games and, um, you know, just spending time around, you know, like him and Alden and uh, just, uh, yeah, a ton of the guys um, – you know, from that, from our class. Uh, so it's, it, yeah, it, it's crazy to think that, you know, that, yeah, there, that, that, that this day is here, right? You know what I mean? I feel like those years have gone by so fast. Um, so it's, it's crazy to think about. You mentioned Alden. He's another guy that'll be honored. Uh, his, his, cause there's, for fans listening, there are a segment of these 37 players that we know. This will be their final game on Saturday. There's a bunch of juniors and maybe some COVID sophomores that could run it back another year or two. Alden Tofa and Zoe are two guys that will, they know they're playing their last games in Lavelle Edwards Stadium on Saturday. Alden is a guy that, like Zoe and you, 2017 recruiting class out of West Jordan. What are some of your memories about Alden? Yeah, again, he's just, yeah, he's just another of those guys that like we were just all in that. Yeah, we we were all just together, you know, during that time, like recruiting and deciding where we're gonna go and what was gonna happen. And same thing, just like, like so I think I, I think I met Alden, you know, probably like first time at one, at, at a camp, right, like mm-hmm. Mount West Elite or something like that, and just um and seeing those guys, and then you know seeing them, uh, you know, a couple of those guys that you know um that came right out of high school to play like Alden and Zoe did, um, you know, seeing them, you know, that summer we have, after we graduated and just like, dang. And then like going on my mission and, and hearing about them and, and just like hearing about them play and just what was going on. And, and it's just, it's been really cool. And, and, you know, the past couple of years haven't been on the team and played with those guys and just, it's been, yeah, we've just, uh, lived out a dream together um honestly and so it's been it's been really cool and and i love those guys yeah i love yeah i love those guys wanted to ask you too about uh earl uh he's a guy that his signing day <laughs> we got to go farther back than 2017 it was 2014 when earl signed he's the elder statesman in the program what's earl meant to that defensive line room a ton uh, Earl, Earl's, Earl's a great guy. Um, Earl's a great guy, you know, uh, great leader. He's quiet, but a great leader. Um, he has worked his tail off and, and done whatever, you know, um, he's been able to while he's been here. Uh, and, and, um, 
yeah, dude, uh, he's just, yeah, he's been, he's been great to play with, you know, he's a great teammate and uh, you know, great friend and, and those guys. Yeah. It's, it, it, it yeah, it's tough. Uh, it's tough to see him move on. You know, it's cool. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be weird not having Earl around, honestly, because he's, he's been here forever, you know, and I showed up and, and, uh, <laughs> you know, in 2020 and, I mean, Earl had already been here for what, like three years, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, we, we give him a hard time about it. Uh, we, we definitely, um, you know, we definitely tease him about it all the time. Um, but yeah, he's just, yeah, he's a veteran. He's a veteran guy and, and, uh, you know, he's going to be missed for sure. It was cool, uh, hearing from him this week on, on Monday at the press conference. And I always kind of enjoy this week because, it's a way to to reflect because, like you, when when you bring up some of when we're talking about some of these guys, I I vividly remember some of these signing day hat ceremonies with Alden at West Jordan High in his gym, and and he threw on the BYU hat and Earl. I remember him coming out of out of Kansas, and he was a cousin to Travis Tuiloma. So instantly, I'm like, this guy's going to be an absolute star. And Earl's navigated a ton of injuries. Like that's one of the the bummer things about. You know, when people talk about this BYU team and the BYU defense, I always I tell people, like, there is talent on this team. It's just there has been a lot of injuries on even this defensive line. Like, Zoe, Alden, and Earl, when they are healthy, these are outstanding football players. And it's just they've dealt with so many injuries. And, man, I, I'm curious to see what the next chapter holds for these guys. Zoe said he wants to... Maybe get into coaching. He could be around next year as a as a GA potentially, which would be pretty cool. But uh, you know, it, it, there's just been so many injuries. It takes a toll physically on guys. And uh, man, credit to them for for navigating it all because uh, you know it, it's got to be a mental toll when you go through injuries and you're not maybe your typical self because of those injuries. It really, I mean, you hit it right on the head. Um, injuries suck, and it's more than just it really is more than just like, Oh, he's injured. And, um, it's, there's more than just the physical aspect of not being able to play the game, right. And healing, um, the mental aspect of it is really hard, especially when it's, you know, back to back injuries that you just can't seem to get your body right. Um, and then like the cumulative toll that those injuries take, right. Uh, yeah. Staying healthy is the name of the game. Like you can't, you know, you, you can't play and you, and you can't enjoy what you're doing. Um, when you're not healthy. And so like just the, the resiliency that, that those guys have shown again, and just like <laughs> they've just given their bodies to the yep. program, honestly. And, uh, you know, I've invested, um, I feel like, you know, everything that I've had in, into uh, doing whatever they could to, to help this program um, in any way possible has, has been awesome. And, and so, um, yeah, I hope people, you know, remember that when, when their names are called, you know what I mean? Yeah, and when, when they get those senior blankets on, on Saturday, I hope people uh, give them some some big cheers because, uh, yeah, they, I mean, these you as well, I mean, all you guys, and, and you play college football, anyone in this sport, you're sacrificing your body, and there's so many risks that you guys uh, do because you guys probably all love it, and, and uh, uh, there's just a lot of, lot of a risk to play it, but uh, it's it's an outstanding game. Uh, and so much sacrifice goes into it. There's some other defensive linemen that are being honored, and I'll just mention them. Nice Amahe. Nice has said uh, some some media outlets that he wants to come back next year, but he will be honored. Alima Pili Mai, uh, he's someone that's navigated a lot too in, in his time. And then Gabe Summers. Gabe Summers is a guy that's been 
playing through a partial PCL tear and still uh, playing quite well. I mean, get, these these are these are guys that are, are tough football players and uh, uh, excited to see the futures for all of those guys. But that's the defense line. You can see the full list up on kslsports.com. It's going to be BYU and Utah Tech, Tyler. This Utah Tech team, uh, they're feeling kind of confident, and it's interesting. Their offense is putting up some numbers, and hearing from their coach, Paul Peterson, you know, they're going to go into this game pretty loose because no one's going to expect them to give a give them a chance. What, what do you make of this Utah Tech offense? Yeah, um, yeah, they, they have some talent, man. I mean, anywhere, anywhere in college football, um, you know, you're going to find talented players and, um, and winning's hard, right? And, and, uh, and so, you know, for, for the wins that they have gotten this season, um, you know, props to them, very respectable. And so, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun game. It's going to be exciting. You know, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of players on both teams that, that know each other, that related, you know, and so, um, it's going to, it's going to be a lot of fun and, and we're excited. And so, uh, I, yeah, just bringing that energy to Lavelle. It's, um, you know, I think it's really cool how many, how many programs, how many football programs we have here in the state of Utah. Um, you know, it's, and it's really, it's really growing, you know, uh, north to south. I mean, from Logan to St. George, you know, you've got, you have, you have programs throughout the entire state. And so, uh, yeah, it's just going to be a really fun game. It's a great, great point uh, because and, and they're all many of them uh, outfitted by local talent, and and that speaks to the level, the depth of of high school football in the state of Utah, and the quality of players and development that we're seeing on the gridiron here in Utah. So it will be a fun game, and and for the defense, what are some areas of focus? Without divulging the game plan, I get it, but uh, you know, what, just some areas of focus. Or a game like this, where you know the opponent's going to be super hyped and they feel nothing to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, it just comes down to execution, right? Uh, going out there, making sure everyone's doing their one eleven. Um, you know, and uh, and so these guys, um, you know, they have a they, they they like to throw the ball, right? You know, they have a certain type of offense that they like to run, and so um, you know, again, just being ready for that and being ready for anything that they throw at us and and uh, having our stuff down pat so then we go out there. Um, yeah, we just execute and, and get after it and have a lot of fun doing it, competing and and playing the game, yeah, for one last time this season in the well. Is is a bowl game kind of, one, respecting the opponent, two, the, the motivation to get that sixth win and get bowl eligible, is that really you know keeping everyone focused and dialed in for this week? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, on one hand, it's just another week of football, right? It's just another game that we have the opportunity to prepare for and go play. Um, but that definitely, you know, adds where we're at. Um, you know, everyone's aware of it. You know, it's it, we need to become bowl eligible, and so that definitely adds, you know, a little a little spark as well. Just to, yeah, just to remember that, and that you know, this could this game could bring us uh, bowl eligibility, which is cool. BYU and Utah Tech kick off at 1.30. Pre-game, extended pregame starts at 10 a.m. on KSL News Radio. Uh, Tyler, looking forward to this one. We'll, we'll keep this one a little bit shorter this week and appreciate you being flexible with your schedule. Uh, you, typically, we do these in person, but uh, Wednesday night, got a BYU basketball game to cover, and Tyler had some uh, things on his schedule, so we hopped on on Zoom. So if it sounds a little different, that's why, but uh, always appreciate the conversation, Tyler. 
Best of luck against the Trailblazers, and we'll catch up next week for the regular season finale when when BYU takes on Stanford, getting ready to to go to the farm. So uh, season just keeps flying by. It's, it'll be good to have you guys back in action though this weekend. Yes, sir. Thanks, bitch. All right, that's Tyler Batty here on another edition of the Cougar Tracks podcast, and we'll be back next week. And make sure to follow Tyler on social media, at Tyler underscore Batty2 on Twitter, Tyler underscore Batty on Instagram. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.